0: to another episode of the Back Row Redskins Show. Let's get it, y'all. Continued prayers for uh, Ron Rivera. But as we start this episode, um, we're going to talk about Chase Young. We're going to talk about some of the players um, in training camp. But let's kick it off with Chase Young. Uh, Chase Young was talking about Ron Rivera uh, being a dude, and he was saying that dude stems from, you know, um, guys who are accountable, responsible, and have no issues on or off the field and chase young has just brought a lot of leadership qualities already. Even as a rookie, man, he's respected by his peers. Um, guys like Ryan Kerrigan is saying that it's a pleasure to work with this guy. And, uh, chase young is learning all he can as much as he can from Ryan Kerrigan. So I'm really loving the, uh, the camaraderie that the two are, uh, you know, giving each other and as well as a team, uh, Chase Young talks about uh, Montez Sweat being somebody that he's real tight with and real close with. Um, He's very close with, you know, all of his teammates and the defense in particular. But him and Montez Sweat have uh, seemed to form a bond, a brotherhood. And um, it's awesome to know that Washington is going to have these two guys locked up or locked in together for at least five years. Uh, You got Chase Young's, you know, first five years we're gonna fifth year him for sure fifth year option so uh five years of uh chase young at least and then um having montez for another four years including the fifth year option so um it's gonna be awesome watching these two guys grow hopefully we can have these two guys for a decade and um hopefully these two guys can form one of the best tandems in the league um I do believe that they have the potential to be one of the uh, top tandems in the league. Uh, for those of you guys who play fantasy IDP, um, Chase Young and Montez Sweat are guys to target later on in the draft. Um, I see both guys with a high potential of double digit sacks. I see both guys as guys who can possibly get, uh, 10 sacks apiece. So at least, you know, with the defensive line being so, so rich and so packed, um, don't be surprised if you if you see guys like um Kerrigan and Payne, Allen, Big Matt, you know, all these guys are all capable of 10 sacks. So, you know, it's gonna be interesting to see how things shape up. And um, everybody's making their projections, but we gotta be realistic because as a team, even if the Redskins get 60 sacks as a team, you know, you gotta split those sacks to Every player, including guys like Landon Collins, who's going to be playing closer to the line this year. So that means more blitz packages for him. You got Ryan Anderson. You know, you got uh, um, uh, Settle and all these different players. So a combination of different guys. Some are going to blow up. Some are not going to blow up. Um, Some are not going to be able to have the sack numbers that us fans are hoping for and wishing for. But it's just awesome to see Chase Young's leadership already. You know, at this age, um, he is excited to be coached by um, Jack Del Rio. Um, if something does um, happen to where Ron Rivera has to miss games, um, the Redskins have have appointed uh, Jack Del Rio as the um, Plan B. I'm excited about that. So this defense looks great. Chase Young is has been amazing. Man, he's been throwing people left and right. He's been disruptive. He's been, uh, uh, he's big, man. He's fast, and I, and the offensive line is really learning how <laughs> how good this guy is, and um, hopefully, he is a piece that's going to help the shaping um, our offensive line. Speaking of offensive line, Jaron Christian has the handle of becoming the starting left tackle this year. Um, I listened to the guy uh, talk uh, today. In an interview, and you know, he was just very humble and he was real. You know, he was very realistic with his goals and his plans and what you know he wants to do for the team. Um, He seems to be um, a guy that has definitely stepped up in this training camp, and you know, he has the hold on that left tackle position. Um, I've heard about um, Cornelius Lucas, and the problem with him is that he plays too high and he can't deal with guys who have a lot of wiggle from what I'm hearing. But what happens is, you know, it seems like Christian is able to uh, get a handle um, on this job. Number one, you have Sadiq Charles who, you know, strained his calf muscle. So he's going to be out for a while. Uh, There's no timetable um, on when he's coming back. At least I haven't heard anything of when he's coming back. Um, Hopefully he's ready for the season, but either, either way, Sadiq Charles is a guy that is going to help us down the line. Uh, So Christian it's probably going to get the job. He's probably going to get the start, and um, it's still a competition. But as of right now, Jaron Christian is leading that left uh, tackle position. So a few days ago, Ron Rivera called out some players. You know, he was pretty much saying, "Hey, if you do not perform, you're out of here." So it's it's good to see Ron Rivera still leading, even with everything that he's going through. And then you're seeing guys step up. The offensive line is going to have to step up in a big way for Dwayne Haskins to have a great season. Dwayne Haskins has has had great um, performances in this training camp and bad performances in this training camp. But, um, you know, who knows whether it's the line. The defense has looked amazing. It's not just the defensive line everybody is stepping up on that defense but Dwayne Haskins is definitely building something special with Terry McLaurin man their chemistry is off the charts um they've been you know sinking in together on every uh uh, 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 coverage that the defense is throwing at them uh I mean they just continue to grow and grow and grow there was a play that went crazy all over social media a couple days ago where um I guess it was like a 30-yard play, maybe a 30-yard touchdown. Um, Greg Strowman was guarding Terry McLaurin, and then Terry McLaurin caught the ball in the end zone, and then he punted it, and then he was excited. You know, he was like, man, put some respect on my name, and I'm going to keep it clean. And um, it was just a great moment for the offense and just a great moment for the team. Everybody just came and surrounded him and was excited and it was hype. There's going to be plenty more um, – Instances like this when the season starts, I'm telling you guys, Terry McLaurin is doing things that's, that's far beyond his age and far beyond... Um, As a second-year player in the league, the guy is going to be special, and I'm excited to see him play this season. Um, I had two fantasy drafts, and I was able to get Terry McLaurin both times in the fourth round. Um, The first time I drafted, I was drafting out of the five position, and, and I was still able to get him in the fourth round. And then in the second draft, I drafted from the number 12 position, and it seemed like a reach, but I knew that if I did not get McLaurin right there, in the fourth round, I was not going to get him. I, I mean, I have high hopes for this guy. Um, I know that in fantasy, it, it doesn't matter who the quarterback is for a wide receiver sometimes. But um, I definitely believe in the in the chemistry that Haskins and Terry McLaurin has. So I'm excited uh, for that. Um, of course, you guys have heard by now, Corey Latimer was cut. Um, Washington is definitely just building a whole new culture. They just didn't want to deal with all the mess and all the baggage that comes with Corey Latimer. A lot of the fans were saying that they didn't feel like Latimer was going to make the team. Well, when Harmon got hurt for the season, I mean, and then you look at the rest of the roster, I really thought that Cody Latimer had a chance to make the team. Um, He's a big receiver, but we replaced him with um, Dontrell Inman. And Dontrell Inman has looked amazing in camp. I put up a post today on Twitter, and um, I said that, it, that Dontrell Inman is definitely locking up that number two wide receiver spot. Now, what I mean by number two wide receiver means the um, the outside wide receiver. You have Terry McLaurin on one side, and I believe that Inman is going to be on the other side. Um, Steve Sims is going to be the guy in a slot. There's no questions about that. He's that slot guy. And I believe that Sims is going to have wide receiver to production. Now, what, what I mean by that is I think that Steve Sims is going to be our second most productive wide receivers, receiver. When you add in the numbers, the receptions, the yards, the touchdowns, all of that. Now, just because I think that Dontrell Inman is going to be the starter, as the wide receiver two for us, that does not mean that I'm counting out Antonio Gandy-Golden. As of right now, from what I'm hearing and the impact that Inman is having, he's definitely earning that number two position right now. People are saying, well, AGG is going to start and AGG is going to get the job. And I get that. I'm not disputing that. I want AGG to win a job. But as of right now, He has to earn it. See, Ron Rivera is not going to give anybody the job. You're going to have to earn a job. Ron Rivera is not a coach that just gives you the job just because you was drafted in the fourth round or you was drafted by us and, you know, Harmon got hurt. No, it's a full out competition. Everybody is going to everybody is going to compete. And when we talk about the running back position, I'm hearing great things about Antonio Gibson. I'm hearing great things about Bryce Love as well as Adrian Peterson. But that does not mean that the the, uh, competition is over or that it's a lock that uh, Adrian Peterson wins that job. Think about it. When Darius Geis was here, it was pretty much Darius Geis' job to lose. And, you know, he messed up and lost his job, lost his place in, in the league. So what that means is if Bryce Love can continue to perform and continue to grow, um, he was running through through our drills today and he looked great. He was cutting, moving side to side. His lateral movement looked great. And that just tells me, you know what, that he's all the way back from that injury. And then you have Antonio Gibson who has been getting a lot of reps with the number ones. There's a lot of uh, um, hype for this guy right now, both in the real NFL world and in and in the fantasy world Gibson is a guy that can possibly be the number 1 okay then you have Bryce Love who can also possibly be the number 1 the difference between Bryce Love and Gibson is we haven't really seen what Bryce Love can do you know, we haven't seen Gibson either, but Gibson is fresh in our minds because we've seen the tapes from Memphis. We've seen, you know, it's he's fresh. You know, he's been drafted, and he was drafted high in the third round, higher than um, Love, who was drafted in the fourth round two years ago. So the way that I'm looking at it is I believe that AP starts out as the number one, but doesn't mean that he's a lot to keep that position or to keep that job. What's going to happen is you have Gibson and then you have Bryce Love who both have more versatility than AP in, in terms of the passing game. So not only which of these two rookie running backs, i am yes, I'm calling Bryce Love a rookie because he hasn't done anything, so he's still a rookie. These two rookie running backs, it's all going to come down to who can pass block. If you can pass block, you're going to be on the field for uh scott turner not only does scott turner want to use these running backs in different ways he wants to have his running backs in the game and then the defense not be able to figure out if it's a running play or a passing play now last season when adrian peterson was in the game you just knew that it was a running play when you saw uh chris thompson or whoever else then you knew that it was a passing play so With Bryce Love being so versatile, one thing about Bryce Love is that he's a great pass catcher, but people forget because, you know, the injury. A lot of guys, I've mentioned this before in previous podcasts, a lot of guys said that Bryce Love was a far better player than Christian McCaffrey in college. So now you get Scott Turner, who has worked with uh, Christian McCaffrey. Now he gets Bryce Love. Now he gets Antonio Gibson. So just keep an eye out on that. Battle between those two. Um, And JD is another guy that has been getting some first team reps. So JD and Gibson are ahead of Bryce Love as of right now. That's what I'm hearing. Um, So it'll be interesting to see how everything unfolds. But I am in a huge dilemma right now in fantasy. I'm in a five bench. A spot, and I have to keep either Bryce Love or Gibson. So I'm going to hold these guys all the way to week one, maybe into week two, and play without a kicker just to kind of figure out which one of these running backs are going to get more love, whether it's Bryce Love or Antonio Gibson. But all is well with the running backs. It's 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 a, it's a very good uh, competition going on. JD's looking amazing. I saw him running routes today, and the guy is lightning quick. Um, I know he was the guy that I said that would get cut in the past. And I mean, I was obviously wrong. Uh Ron rubs, Ron loves him. The team loves him. And um, he's going to be a guy that, that's going to get a lot of touches, whether it's out the slot, whether it's, is that is it's, as the third down uh, back um, it's going to be interesting because when you keep hearing versatility, 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 the more you can do, the more opportunities that you get. So I'm excited for that running back position, uh, you guys let me know if I should keep Bryce Love or if I should keep Antonio Gibson. I'm out here struggling, man. Help your boy. Help your boy out. A player that has been making waves for Washington football is Troy Akby. Safety that we drafted in the fourth round some years ago. Um, the knock on Troy Akby has been that he can't tackle or that he misses tackles. Well, he's been hitting in this camp. He laid out Logan Thomas the other day, and just today he had a collision with uh, Terry McLaurin. Um, He's gone from hero to villain, but Terry McLaurin is fine. Uh, Troy Akpe is definitely making a lot of waves, man. He's really pushing. We're going to listen to some of the Troy Akpe presser, and I want you guys to just literally just key into um, his demeanor and the kind of player that he's becoming so far
1: uh Coach Harris and Coach W have done a good job of you know explaining the defense and uh me going out there and be able to communicate everything with everyone out there, you know, I, that's where I feel different, I believe. And I mean I was Robert here if you talked about um your angles, your wall and all that. How you work on that in a situation out here where you're not not necessarily in a game, like you said, is it hard to work on that out here or harder work on it? Uh no. Um I think you know, every play, I can work on that. Uh, running to the ball, uh, just taking good breaks, whether I'm in the middle field, uh, whether I'm covering someone. Uh, that's how I've been working on it every day. Hey, thank you. Yep. hey Michael, so up here from Richmond, can you just take us through your NFL journey, I guess, coming in, missing that first year, and then now be in a position where you feel like maybe you can be able to be a little more regularly, how that grind has been? Uh, yeah, I, I, got hurt my, uh, rookie year, my hamstring. Uh, I think, you know, in the long run, I think that, uh, made me better just being able to take care of my body, um, knowing how my body works, you know, how to, uh, get ready for practice, um, get ready for games, things like that, and recovery. Is, is there something you feel like you, you know, is noticeably different this year, the coaches, the new buy, uh, that they you a on? Uh, you know, uh. Especially with Coach Harris, I think he brings a lot of energy. You know, whether even if we're in like a Zoom meeting, he has a lot of energy. So things like that uh, on the field and it just uh, getting that energy from him, I think he spreads it around the whole defense. How did you do that in Zoom meeting? Uh, just, you know, asking questions, things like that. You know, he, he says we got to compete every day, um, you know, whether it's in a Zoom meeting or, you know, out on the field, just competing. Troy, what did you focus on in the offseason to uh, here for this year, knowing you were going to be in Jack's seat first? This offseason was definitely different. Um, you know, we didn't have any OTAs, things like that. Um, our virtual OTAs, actually. Um, and just coming into camp, I just wanted to be ready um, from what I learned from OTAs in years past, just, you know, being prepared and being ready for that.
0: Man, guys, Troy Ackby, man. This is definitely a player to watch out for. Um, I've heard nothing but good things about this guy. Um, every media reporter out there is raving about Troy Ackby. This just might be the year that he comes in and just gives us an impact. You know, something that we've been looking for and hoping for for years, you know, losing Mickelson. This is definitely a guy that we invested a draft pick in. And if he pays dividends, you know, I don't know if he ends up winning the starting, uh, starting job, but if he comes in, they can give us, uh, some, uh, some, uh, some, uh, some uh, good snaps at safety. He's already a good uh, player on special teams, but if we can get something out of Troy Akbe on defense, man, it just bowls well for this defense, man. Every defensive back is raving about Chris Harris. They always talk about his energy, his passion for the game. Um, he's just a guy that just loves football. You know, He's always motivating his young guys. So I'm really loving the work that Chris Harris is doing with the defensive backs for the Washington. So, football. guys, what I've noticed about the cornerback position is that with the ones you're seeing uh, Kendall Fuller for sure. That's our number one corner. That's how that, that was our prized free agent corner that we signed. Um, Kendall Fuller, we love him. Um, I'm glad that he's back in DC. He's going to be our number one corner. And then at number two, it's been Ronald Darby. Ronald Darby says that he's healthy, that he's, you know, ready to go. He's loving the coaching staff. Um, he's soaking up a lot of knowledge as much as he can. And, um, he's not worried about making mistakes, um, on the field. It's all about, you know, being aggressive, uh, um, taking full advantage of your opportunities and Ronald Darby playing on a one-year contract. If we get anything of the Ronald Darby from Buffalo, then we got something here. You know, he's a good corner. Yes. He was getting burnt like crazy last season, but, um, he says that he hasn't been healthy. Uh, so only time would tell, um, I'll take his word for, uh, for it, um, and improved pass rush should help the corners, um, a lot. But then again, you know, the NFL, the wide receivers are just so good. I mean, it just takes like three to four seconds for wide receivers to get open. So, um, we'll see if our, um, defensive line can get to the quarterback in three to four seconds, because if not, you know, the cornerback position might be in serious trouble, but, um, Ronald Darby, he's excited. He's, he's ready um to take on that job and if he plays well you know who knows ron rivera might give him um another contract so he's playing for his contract life he's playing for his nfl life Um, this might just be his last opportunity uh to perform at a high level meaning being a starter you know you got to come out there you got to perform because if not you're not going to get starters money next year you'll just be a guy that's just on a team for depth so um you know he's been looking good in camp. Uh, Fuller's been looking good. Um, I've seen Strowman make some plays. Man, Strowman is really making a case uh, to make this team. And then uh, you see Jimmy Moreland out there now. A name that I have not heard of, heard much of is uh, Fabian Moreau. I, I don't know if he's hurt. I don't know what the issue is there, but he's not being mentioned uh, with the ones. You know, I've heard Darby. I've heard uh, Moreland. And then I've heard Fuller. So something to keep an eye on. There's some Redskins fans out there that love them some Fabian Monroe Um, competition is still a wide open competition. But right now, it seems like Darby has the upper hand on that uh, CB2 position. So um, let's see how that shakes out. Let's see how that shapes out for the team but uh Chris Harris man I'm I'm literally loving what he's doing with the defensive backs man he 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 brings energy uh you can tell that he's a coach that's passionate about his job and and um like I said I'm loving what he does hopefully that translates to success on the field hopefully that translates to some wins as well because talk is cheap. You got to get out there and you got to perform. You know, we're hearing a lot of good things. We're hearing a lot of, uh, 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 we're seeing a lot of videos, but all the all these things have to translate on the field. And it's just pretty much growth. I'm not saying necessarily wins because this is a season that we're fighting to, you know, produce. And more so, like I've said it before in previous podcasts, I'd rather see a lot of growth rather than wins because, Obviously, we're not competing for a Super Bowl this year, but we will be next year. So, uh, Ronald Darby is definitely a guy to keep an eye on. Um, Jimmy Moreland. Uh, I'm hoping that he locks up that that inside corner position, that slot position. Um, a lot of guys are saying that they want to see a Fuller in the inside, but I think Fuller's going to play outside, and you're going to have Darby on the other side, and then you're going to have Jimmy, and then you have Fabian backing up these guys, and then Strowman. So that sixth corner that we keep. I see us keeping six corners. Um, It'll be interesting to see who's the sixth corner. Maybe a guy like Colvin, who we signed. Um, But yeah, the cornerback position, man, pray for them. (laughs) I'm not confident in the cornerback position, but I hope they prove me uh, wrong. Um, I'm not saying that the cornerback position is going to be just so terrible, but I'm saying, man, we're playing some crazy, crazy offenses this year. Uh, Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, Michael Gallup, man, uh, we play DeAndre Hopkins this year. We play a lot of really good receivers, and we are definitely going to have to get to the quarterback. We're going to need a defensive line to literally help out. You know, Yes, we have some linebackers, but I don't know how much help the linebackers are going to be in covering wide receivers. Maybe occasionally covering some guys in the slot or helping out with the tight ends, but, man, the cornerbacks, they are going to have their work cut out for them uh we play some tough 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 wide receivers i'll be doing i'll be doing another pod breaking down some matchups that we have coming up i'll be doing another pod um going into an in-depth uh um analysis on the eagles versus uh the washington football team week 1 so got some great things coming man but uh yeah pray for the cornerback position man cuz they're going to need Every single so guys, As I prayer. wrap up the pod, I got a few more things to discuss. Um, let's look more into the offensive line. So it seems like Ron Rivera is loving West Martin, he's gonna lock up that left guard position. Okay, so West Martin and then West Switcher that's the competition there, but I really think that West Martin gets that uh job. Um, of course, you know, we got Brandon Sheriff locking down the right guard. Hopefully, we get a contract done. Um, for next uh, after this season uh, we got to lock up our pro bowl uh, right guard hopefully he returns back to his full form he dealt with some injuries last year morgan moses man um i just got to say a prayer for morgan moses man uh he's lost some weight but i just hope that that translates to improved play because honestly, I'm just sick and tired of what bro- what Morgan Moses brings to the table. He has to step up his game. He's the, literally one of the leaders of this offensive line. You know, he's been getting tossed around uh, by guys like Sweat and Chase, even though that those are very good players. But at the same time, man, you got to like show some fight in you. You got to show some dog in you, man. You know, you've been in the league for a while. You're a veteran. You know, usually, In the past, you'll have Trent Williams grab these guys and go somewhere. I would like to see Morgan Moses do something like that. I don't know if he's doing something like that, but he's going to have to step up his game in a big way, man. Um, Chase Rullier, he's going to man that center position, but Keith Ishmael is learning as much as he can from Chase Rullier. What if... The Washington football team decide not to re-sign Chase Roulier. Then you have Keith Ishmael stepping right into that starting center position. So he's learning a lot. Um, um I saw Keith Ishmael at some left guard uh today. So, like like I said, I always say this Ron Rivera and Scott Turner, Del Rio, they they just keep screaming versatility, man. You gotta be able to do different things. And then with COVID, you're gonna have to play some different positions. You're going to see some some tackles play guards and guards play tackle if need be. You just got to be prepared. You know, you can't say, oh, I don't know how to play this position. It, the show must go on. And if somebody's injured, they either bring somebody in or you got to fill in for another position or for, or for another spot. You got a guy like uh, Cornelius Lucas who's going to swing tackle. He's going to back up Morgan Moses and Jerron Christian. Uh, you got Wes uh, Switzer who I think makes the team and backs up Wes Martin as well as Brandon uh, Sheriff, if need be. You know, Wes Martin can play both the right guard and left guard position. He placed a right guard last year when Brandon Sheriff got hurt. So Wes Martin is very valuable to what we have going. Now, we did uh, bring in and sign Joshua Garnett. He was a former first-round uh, pick guard for, uh, the San Francisco 49ers. We brought him in just to have more depth and have more competition. Um, a guy like Timon Paris, he has not looked good, man. I don't think he makes the team. Uh, he's trying out there, but he just don't got it. Uh, Sadiq Charles is hurt right now. So maybe if Sadiq Charles, let's say he's not ready to start the season and he goes on the IR, then I, then you can see a guy like Timon Paris, uh, get signed. But, um, in terms of tackle, um, it's going to be uh, Christian, Lucas, Moses, um, and then, you know, Charles, of course. And then who knows? Maybe a guy like Timon Paris makes it, or maybe they bring in another veteran <laughs> to come in and take that uh, spot. But um, they're really trying to solidify the inside of this uh, offensive line. You got Sweatshirt out there. You got Ross. Uh, is it Pierce back? Pierce backer. I can never pronounce his name. Ross Piercebacker, the guy that we drafted a couple of years ago from Alabama. Um, who knows if he makes a team? He's listed as a a center, but he can also play guard as well because we love versatility. Then you got Joshua Garnett. Maybe he pushes one of these guys for the job. Then you have Keith Ishmael, who can play some guard, and then he can play some center. He's very athletic and fast, and the team and the coaching staff love that about him. Um, Then I wanted to talk about the uh, tight end position. Man, They were saying that Logan Thomas has been running away with the job. Okay, um, of course, Thaddeus Moss got cut, and um, he did clear waivers, so he's back on the Washington football team. But he's on the IR, so that was always the plan—to cut him and then get him back. Um, we'll see what happens with that. He's—he was a long shot, anyways, uh, to make the team. But a lot of the fans love Thaddeus Moss, and they love what he brings to the table. So, um, you know, I'm pulling for the young man. You know, hopefully, he makes the team. If not, Hopefully he finds um, you know uh, somebody, uh, some team, and hopefully he has a good career in the NFL. But I would love for that. I would love for it to be with us because we need help at tight end. So I'll take any help that we can get. But Logan Thomas has been running away with the job. Uh, Jeremy Sprinkle, um, he's there. He's the biggest tight end that we have. Uh, I'll say that Lo- uh, Logan Thomas might be the most um, experienced maybe. I'll say he's the best pass catcher out of the the two between Jeremy Sprinkle and Logan Thomas. But let me tell you guys about a guy that has been making moves, man. This guy right here, he is making some major moves, and um, he's been playing a lot with the ones. Uh, there's packages where Ron Rivera will have three tight ends, and he's always one of the three. His name is Marcus Ball. This guy, um, he was from Ohio State. He's 6'4". Um, He's 245 pounds. Ron Rivera has said that this guy is the most athletic tight end on the team. So don't be surprised if you see Marcus Barr on the 53. This guy right here, um, he's looked really, really good in camp. And because of our lack of tight ends, maybe he beats out a guy like Sprinkles. You know, maybe you see, because I mean, if you look at it, We don't have much experience anyways, right? And then some of the older guys that we have, like Richie Rogers, I I don't know if Richie Rogers makes a team. I don't think so. And it's, you know, you got Hale Hinches out there. Um, The fans really loved him last year. He played, uh, I won't say in some big games, but he played in some big moments and did some good things uh, for the team. So you got Logan Thomas, who was a lock to make the team. And then you got Sprinkles out there. Uh, who well, sprinkle. I keep saying sprinkles, <laughs> Jeremy sprinkle out there. And then you got ball. Then you got Richard Rogers and Hale hinges. So it'll be interesting to see how this shapes out. Um, if I had to take a guess, I'll say the team keeps three tight ends, but I will not be surprised if they kept four. Um, if Ron Rivera does decide to run a three tight end uh, personnel that he keeps hinting at, that means that we're going to be running the ball And, you know, you might see some, uh, you know, maybe having one wide receiver out there, having tight ends. uh, And then it also seems that the team is going to play multiple running backs out on the field. See, with our lack of wide receiver talent or our lack for experienced wide receiver talent, don't be surprised if you see some three tight ends – uh, you might see three running backs out there at the same time. You might see JD in a slot that you might see Adrian Peterson in the backfield with the motion of A.G.G. You're going to see jet sweeps. You're going to see, uh, 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 options. You're going to see some wildcats. So it's going to be interesting to see what the offense does, but, um, that's what's going on with the tight end position, man. And if Marcus ball is as athletic as they say, Hey, who knows? He might be that next Darren Waller, you know, I don't know. But, um, I'm definitely excited to find out. And it sucks that we don't have preseason, so we can't really see what some of these guys can do. So it's just kind of like a wait and see. The practices and the scrimmages, the 9-on-9s and the 11-on-11s and the 7-on-7s are that preseason competition. So um, let's see what happens there. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Uh, Please, if you're listening on uh, Apple, please subscribe on Apple. Please give me a review. And a five star would be awesome. Um, Also, if you can share this podcast with one other person, um, I would kindly appreciate it. Tweet this thing out, retweet it, um, share it, um, follow on Spotify. Um, Also, my podcast is also funneled to Talking Sports with Manny on uh, YouTube. So check that out there as well. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. You guys be blessed.